Hello, friends. Welcome back. This is unprecedented. We just we couldn't we couldn't wait to discuss this. Basically, yes, super special bonus backstreet episode. Oh, super special, like the Babysitters Club. <laughs> Isn't that what the like the longer books were called? I think they were called super special. <laughs> Anyway, this is What's the Deal with This Pop Life? And what is the deal with this pop life? <laughs> what is it happening? Has popped off this week, right? Oh my goodness. I I mean, this week was crazy enough, like, with the world, or, or our country anyway. I'm sure there's crazy stuff going on in the world, but, like, America. And then, what was it, Thursday night or was it Friday night? I think it was just Friday. It was already, it was only two days ago already. <laughs> it feels like it's been a really long week. Um, Brian Luttrell of the Backstreet Boys, Literal. <laughs> it, it turns out Brian and Leanne are very problematic, and we have to talk about it. But also, I mean, we're recording this on Sunday. Yesterday was AJ McLean's birthday. Yes. We've been pretty interactive on Twitter with a lot of things, and then this, all this Brian stuff happened, and we were like, okay, we have, we have opinions. So... <laughs> So we have to discuss. Oh, I guess I'm Steph. I'm Stephanie. Just in case you're tuning in for the first time. I don't know. This would be an interesting one for you to tune into for the first time. Go listen to our other episodes. We're better than this. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm it's really sad. Like I posted when I saw that stuff go down. I was like, boy, it must be hard to be a Backstreet fan today. And I don't say that as not being one. Like, I am a Backstreet fan, but, like, I'm not, like, passionate about them. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I think... Yeah, I oh, think, sure. It would, it would hurt if NSYNC was embroiled in this. And, I mean, it hurts a little to hear some of the things that I... Because immediately there started being all this other stuff. And we know, like, for example, Hanson has been very... showing their right-wing colors, I guess... We talked about this a few weeks ago, too, because we said, like, oh, so, I mean, we know Brian is a Republican, blah, 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 but Brian Luttrell, like, lost his mind, apparently. Mm. So, or just decided to stop hiding him. Like, I don't know. Like, that's the thing, because some of the things I've seen online so far, too, are, like, people demanding that the Backstreet Boys, like, react to this or say something, and then other people are like, yo, they've known him for, like, 20-some years, like, they know how he is. This isn't news to them. Mm-hmm. And that's a little bit... I mean, it's true, but also... they. I feel like they need to say something. They Something's gotta happen. Like, the fans are so divided right now. And granted, it's not like they're in the middle of a tour or, like, releasing an album, but, like, still, like, it's not like they don't see this. The, like, they were trending yesterday, so it was insane. I'm sure <laughs> that it's being handled, and I'm sure they're trying to figure out how, because, like you said, it's not like they didn't know, but they have to figure out how to handle it so that it's appropriate and not offensive and you know what I mean like I'm sure there's like a whole team of people trying to figure out how they're going to address this situation (laughs) yeah um okay so I guess just in case you have not been following or have not seen any entertainment news haven't been on Twitter Brian Luttrell in the wake of all of this homeland terrorism I don't (laughs) after the social media like big shots all banned Donald Trump from their platforms 
Uh Ryan and his wife decided to post, find us on Parlor, which, did you know that it's really pronounced Parlor? Because that's driving me crazy. And actually, we, I got into a little bit of something on Twitter with, with someone yesterday, too, because I said that once I saw, like, how it's the pronunciation of it on, like, the definition of what this site is. And uh-huh. I was like, okay, these idiots are really calling it that? That's crazy. And somebody was like, that's your takeaway? This site is so problematic and you're mad about the name? And I'm like, as someone who studies French, yes. <laughs> like, yes, I understand that there's all sorts of things wrong with it, but then on top of it, they can't even pronounce the word correctly? I, I don't know, for people who maybe not understand why I'm so aggravated, parlay is French for speak. So to name your platform that is actually kind of clever. Like, you know, uh-huh. we don't tweet, we talk. So like parlay, speaking, whatever. It's like naming it speak.com, basically. And But they're not pronouncing it parlay. They're pronouncing it parlor. And I imagine that with like a big southern drawl of someone not knowing how to actually say that word. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so parlor. And then for those of you who don't know what parlor is, because apparently some people don't, uh, it is a right wing, quote unquote, free speech website, which is basically just we don't like when people hold us accountable for being racist, horrible people and hateful and anti-Semitic and <laughs> anti-liberal I guess so they're claiming it's a free speech site but that's also apparently where a lot of the um, organizational plans for what happened on Wednesday came from so it's a dangerous site like this is not a good thing I have to wonder though like isn't that treason (laughs) I feel like a lot of things that have happened since I don't know, 2016 have been treason. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I, I don't I don't know. But it's being shut down, right? That's the story. However, so the point is, after everything happened with, like, Trump getting banned from all these other platforms, Brian and Leanne were like, find us on Parler and, like, put their usernames on their, on their, their Twitters. And I guess on, I think Brian posted, like, a video on his Instagram story. And obviously fans are divided. The fans who... I don't know if they just don't care about politics or if they're just, if they are also Trump supporters. Many of them were like, oh my God, can't wait. Gonna go find you right now. Some people said, oh wow, I'll go download it, which, oh God. Okay. If, if you don't have your own like views and convictions and discipline of self, whatever, please don't let like a, a boy band member or any celebrity really don't let someone like make you lean a different direction. But see, that's part of the problem because that's the kind of power that celebrity has. Right. And you have to be really careful how you use that power. I agree. And I, that's why, like, I mean, some of the comments to him were golden. Like, the replies that he got, some of them were fantastic. But a lot of people, you know, of course, we support you, Brian. And I get, like, don't let political views dictate something for you. The problem is that stuff like Parler goes so much deeper than. I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat. Uh And that's where the issue comes in. And how he doesn't see that is a slap in the face to any of his, like, black fans, gay fans, trans Uh fans, international fans. It's just, it's a slippery slope. And it's so damaging overall. 
The problem isn't that he's conservative in his political views or right. that he's a Republican. The problem is the blatant support for someone who is hateful, who to and now to support this platform that is part of or helped organize this, you know, incident at the Capitol that is just it's embarrassing. We look right. like fools to the rest of the world. Oh, and for sure. Well, not even we don't look like fools. We look like our leader of our country is attacking us. Like, yeah. And he literally, like, I don't know. I saw this big video that was shared. It was on Facebook, but it was from MS. It was like a video clip from MSNBC showing a lot of like the videos that were not seen that Mm. like some of the rioters or whatever terrorists were filming of like, like there's like a, a, a different angle of that woman getting shot there was, like, you see the gun. Like, somebody was right against the window, sees the gun, points it over at her, and watches her, like, fall. Um, and, like, people were... Somebody somebody erected a, like, gallows and hung a noose. Did you see that? Oh. Okay. So, apparently this goes a lot deeper than all these people just rushed the Capitol. This was a planned attack. The plan was to get Pence and Pelosi and probably some others... Somebody was in the, um, when they got inside, one man was, like, full, like, riot gear, and he had those plastic zip tie things, which apparently, like, police use for mass arrests. So, like, Uh they went in there looking to get hostages and looking to kill the vice president and probably kill Nancy Pelosi. And so, basically... Every this the line of succession, like Trump's people were looking to get rid of all of them. And that's it it's so much worse than just us or not us, but these people claiming, Oh, it was a revolution and oh we wanted to just show them and make them change the No, they were going there to kill people. For Trump. In the name of Donald Trump. They were looking to kill our other government officials. Yeah. And they organized this on Parler, and Brian Luttrell thinks it's a good idea for him to be affiliated with that. Like, that's where this comes back to, like, the boy bands. <laughs> like, it's such a right. huge issue, but we're, I mean, we're here to talk about the whole Backstreet Boy thing. Sure. Um, and also, I mean, Brian's not nearly as vocal as Leanne is on social media, which is understandable as he is actually the person who has a career versus his wife who apparently does nothing like <laughs> I don't know a lot about any of their wives really like including like even with NSYNC like I don't know well there's two wives in NSYNC right yeah <laughs> but I like I'm like Michael's an artist <laughs> he does his own stuff um Michael Turchin right Lance's Jess has a job <laughs> right right Jessica's an actress um I mean, I I don't think Carly, I th- Car- but Carly also has like a two year old that she's taking care of. Like, she had a career though before she right. married, didn't she? Well, she was an Orlando Magic cheerleader. Wasn't she like some kind of PR for them? I I know she was a cheerleader. I don't know what else she does. I know that her family also like her family's like her dad's some big football coach guy. I don't know. A- apparently, she might be a little bit of a Trump supporter too, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, 
I'm I'm kind of on the fence with my beliefs there, but and I'll I'll share why. But Leanne literally has been posting that like the attack on the Capitol was staged. It was Antifa. It was you know it's not the Trump supporters. It's the liberals that are trying to make Trump supporters look bad. <laughs> I guess for me, it's just like that's so ridiculous and far-fetched and absurd why would you believe that well a lot of like that's the way that a lot of trump supporters are trying to justify what happened though and that's i don't understand how you can be so like far gone having drank the kool-aid or whatever to just not see what's happening because, like, if she really believes that, other people really believe that. Mm-hmm. And that's because of, like, the brainwashing that Trump has done to these people. And I don't understand how they don't see, like, literally, like, the free world is like, this man is lying to you. Here are a thousand reasons why. And mm-hmm. they go, nope, you're wrong. And, like... It's like they're in this, like, abusive relationship. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. So, yeah, and now, apparently, her entire parlor account last night was complaining about fans' reactions to what they've been posting. So she's trying to act like the victim, and she's saying that people are, like, attacking her and Brian unfairly. And I'm just, I just. Don't they have like a publicist or something that could be like, it's time to shut up, delete it, <laughs> shut it down. Okay, if the if the president didn't have that, <laughs> I don't know that Leanne does. I don't know. So, but speaking of the backstreet, before we get into like our opinions about, or I guess more about our opinions, um, it was AJ's birthday yesterday. Yes, we do have um, an I Thought She Knew, oh. because we did, last week we were talking about um, possible changing of birthdays, and so I did a little research. So and did I, by the way, but go ahead. Uh, Kevin's birthday is October 3rd, 1971. He's going to be 50 this year, but there are a lot of websites out there that have his birth year listed as 1973. And I even found one with 1972. So So I think you're right. This was a thing. I did not see any 1973. I saw a ton of fan sites like angel fire. Like, cause I Googled like, you know, his name and his birthday and stuff. Angel fire sites. Like these things are still up. They all say 1972. And there's a backstreet, uh, website, like a fan website, I want to say that it's one of the people that follow we follow on Twitter, um, but I couldn't remember, and now, of course, I'm blanking. But they have a clip of him. Like, they say, like, for those of you who think his birthday is 1972, here is a clip of Kevin saying his birthday. And then, like, on his Wikipedia and stuff, it all says 1971. So, yes, I think that somewhere down the road in the early years of Backstreet, mm-hmm. someone decided he needed to be younger. Yeah, and then probably when the internet became a thing, <laughs> they're like, oh, crap, we better fix this. Yeah, I don't know. I wish, God, this is, maybe it's going to have to be, like, in our, like, bucket list of talking to Backstreet Boys. 
that we could find out what happened. Because he has to, especially if there's a clip of him saying, like, my birthday is 1971, he has to know this happened. Right. I want to know why. It probably, I mean, it probably is that 21 looked better than 22 or something when the when the other ones were all teenagers. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. So, if anyone know, like, we're still, I'm still... Because I talked to somebody and she was like, his birthday is 71. I don't know what you're talking about, about this other stuff. But the other thing, I keep finding out there's a lot of younger fans out there still. Which makes, I mean, especially with Backstreet, they're still active. But, right. you know, some of the younger fans that are like in fandom on the internet are in their 20s or younger. There are a lot of teenage boy band fans, but I, I love that. Like, like they're, like we did a lot of our polls and like one of the instinct polls was like tour or tour album and a lot of fans were like well i was like a child when they were popular or not born yet so i never got to see them live and i'm like oh my god you're so cute like <laughs> <laughs> i'm here for the baby boy band fans but um so yeah something's up with the whole history of kevin's birthday thing i distinctly remember being younger and being like wow Chris Kirkpatrick is the oldest member of both NSYNC and Backstreet, and that's not true. It's uh-huh. Kevin. So, like, that's wh- that's why I know. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I distinctly remember they're both born in October, but Kevin was a year younger than Chris, according to early things. And then come to light, like, in the last couple years, no, he was born in 71. So... <sighs> one day we'll and- interview one of them, or even... <laughs> When we go on that Backstreet Boys cruise, although if I want to go, if, if those kinds of people are going to be on that ship, especially because I'm sorry, conservatives are also mostly anti-maskers. So not well, going on a cruise ship with. I would imagine we're not going to be going on a cruise before the mask starting thing. to happen, though. That's like, I mean, I'm sure like I'm not going on one, but. Cruising is starting to happen again. Mm. And I don't, I mean, until like, I don't see myself getting on a cruise ship until like the vaccine is good and like the, the virus is gone. You know, for sure. Like, so, I agree. I, I mean, going to the concert at the mall, being socially distanced with masks on, I would have done that. But that's also an afternoon, not a week <laughs> being. Right. But either way, I doesn't it make you not want to associate with people like that in general though? <laughs> like Yeah. When I see people wearing like their with their nose hanging out of their mask, I, I'm like like even on the subway and I'm like, You live in New York, what's wrong with you? Like that <laughs> I don't know why I have it in my mind that like people who live here must be more intelligent, but that no. Well, we were I mean, we're already we already have a class in quarantine again, which means any specials teacher that had them, any support teacher that's yeah. been in there. I mean, it's just, I, I had a feeling that after the break, this would happen. Um, but it's really, it's really ramping up. Um, well, I mean, we saw that concert footage that Joey Fatone was at in Orlando or whatever a few weeks ago. Right, that you were like, your tweet made it to this article. And I was like, well, that's why I'm getting yelled at about it. <laughs> <laughs> All the, I kept getting all these random comments, and, like, days later, and I was like, why? 
And I mean, I get it. Like, I, I had a controversial opinion about the fact that Joey Fatone was at this concert. Not just Joey, though. The fact that this concert happened. Because mm-hmm. the video that was posted, I don't even remember the name of the band. Like, I just know Joey Fatone, like, sang a song with them. But it was a, it looked like, it looked like a general admission concert. Like, nothing was wrong. And it, I did not see very many masks on these people in this audience. And I, so I tweeted, like, a link to the video. And I said, wow, did you guys know the pandemic is over in Florida? And, oh my god, the amount of, if you want to stay hidden and you want to, if you don't feel safe, you stay home. And, like, that's what they all sound like, by the way. <laughs> Um, but people were yelling at me about how it's totally fine that this happened. And then you found that I was on an article mm-hmm. about what? people being Crazy. mad. It was just by chance it popped up in my Google feed and I clicked on it and I was like, oh my God, why is her tweet in this? Which I feel like they should get permission before they just screenshot people's stuff or at least like block out names. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I didn't give them permission to use my likeness or whatever. And then the problem with like putting somebody's handle out there is that that's what happens. Random people like go and yell at you. Like, yeah. Which I've have you ever done that? If you have no. disagreed with something that you read on like an article or something, have you ever gone to the person's account to say something to them? No, it's not worth my time. <laughs> I exactly. I have never done that either, but I know that it happens. Obviously. Well, <laughs> but I mean, before that happened to me, I knew that happened, but like, that's, I don't think that if you're going to screenshot people's stuff, like, I feel like you need to like black out the name or contact them and say, I'm using this in my article. Is it okay? And I, I, I mean, it's a public account, so I guess that's why they think it's okay. But you know, people who have like, I mean, I have, I have, I have over a thousand followers. But that's because of, you know, podcasts and whatever. And Darren Chris. <laughs> that's why. Um, but, like, there are people who tweet things like that who have, like, you know, 200 followers. Nobody sees their account. And then some publication uses their thing and they start getting all these random, you know, people talking to them. Like, that's not cool. Uh-huh. And yes, anyone can see it, but that's if anyone goes to do their research themselves, like not clicking on an article. I don't know. I don't like it. I I was bothered when you showed that to me. I was like, I should yell at them, but then they're going to tell me that, like, it's public information or something. Right. But I don't know. Anyway, so yes, Kevin Richardson is older than he was told, we, we were told he was when we were younger, but apparently not everyone was told that, so. I don't know. Um, but AJ had his birthday. He sure did. Yesterday. And so all four of the Backstreet Boys wished him happy birthday. Mm-hmm. In various, like, I, I know, I saw, like, most of the guys just, like, tweeted him, like, some pictures or whatever. I think Howie literally just was like, happy birthday, man. But <laughs> um, the Latrell family made an Instagram post singing happy birthday to him, which was honestly very cute. Um, AJ thanked three of the four members of the Backstreet Boys for their birthday wishes. And guess which one he did not thank? Mm. So, um, 
Yeah, that is. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe by now, like I don't know. Maybe he saw Instagram later because all the other ones were on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, there's it's a possibility that it was not an intentional snub, but there's also a possibility that it was because AJ is very proudly liberal, and that uh-huh. was actually a point of contention on Friday too. Did you mention this? And I haven't even gone through everything. Did you- I I ha- I didn't because I figured we would just talk okay. about it. So that was like. Friday afternoon, I was already living my best life. Because, okay, Friday, my job, I had an issue with, like, working. <laughs> Who I physically could not get my work done because of some a server issue for about three hours. Uh-huh. So I was just online. Like, I'm sure people, if anybody, like, pays enough attention, I'm sure people were like, I thought you got a job. Like, what is she doing? Because I was just, I was tweeting, I was posting, I was living my best internet life. Like... <laughs> And I happened to see AJ post this photo sipping out of his Biden-Harris mug. And it was he was like, best part of waking up. And then, like, he even put, like, hashtag Folgers. And I was like, oh, hashtag advertisement. What are you doing? Like, but, oh, how that divided his Facebook audience. You know, don't shove your political beliefs on us, bro. Trump forever. You know, that kind of stuff. And other people being like, LOL, get over yourself. Somebody said, I can't believe how you betrayed me. <laughs> and other people were like, um, pretty sure everybody but Brian has betrayed you then, man. Like, what are you, like, none of them are pro-Trump except for Brian LaChelle. So there was already all this, like, conservative butthurt feelings happening on AJ's post. Right. Um... And then when Brian did that, that was another, AJ posted his beliefs and no one's mad at him. Um, First of all, did you see them? Because yes, you people are mad at him. <laughs> but um, I just think it's really funny that they post like who they supported like for president or whatever. And people are like, I'm not going to any more of your concerts. Okay. <laughs> They're not going to cry over your $100, ma'am. Like, what is your problem? But and but and that's the reaction. We have different political views. I can't enjoy your music anymore. Weird. Well, right, and that goes back to what I was saying about Brian. The problem is not that he's Republican. The problem is not that he's conservative. Right. The problem is much deeper than that. And that and I totally understand why people feel like they can't support Brian anymore after this. And after even if it's like, okay, parlor's not a big deal. After seeing, like, the vitriol and the, like, moronic things that Leanne posted, knowing that he probably shares those beliefs, that is another reason to be like, "Mm, okay, thanks. Um, But, like, AJ has a a mug that says Biden-Harris on it. Like, I don't think he's ever gotten preachy about his politics on his platform. Right. So I I feel like there's a difference <laughs> in the severity of what they both did. Um, mm. The so that was already like a hot button issue. The reason that I wanted to talk about AJ's post though is that Lance Bass, <laughs> any other Lance, uh, he commented on Facebook, and he was like, "Oh my God, how dare you post your political views? Oh no!" Like very sarcastic, very like your fans are ridiculous kind of post. And then people immediately jumped on that. 
some people were just like, oh my God, is this really Lance Bass? And so, someone said, someone said, um, NSYNC supporting or defending a Backstreet Boy. I never thought I'd see the day or something. And Lance replied and said, oh, don't get me wrong. I hate AJ, but I still think that you should be able to post. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> He said, but like, he I, I defend his right to post. He, you didn't know. <laughs> oh, he, he, on the bottom, he said, I feel that, I, he said, I hate that I have to do this, but I am joking. Oh, and, and yeah, you do, because people. <laughs> but I literally, like, I saw it, and I was like, okay, first of all, this girl's going to freak out that he replied, and second of all, I love the way, like, I love that he just said that. I'm crying laughing. Um, <laughs> and yeah, some people, like, below him were like you do have to say that like yes it is sad but you do have to clarify that you're joking yeah um but yeah so i and then yeah somebody said something about like another person said like the two of them defending each other or whatever or being friends and then i replied to her and i said and just like that with this controversial post aj ended the decades-long feud between backstreet and nsync and everyone united (laughs) and other people were like yeah no that's not gonna happen I also, somebody who was like, I was a fan of yours for 20-something years, but I can't believe you support Biden, blah, 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 blah. I responded with a bye-bye-bye gif, and I got so many reactions, like, you know, like the, just like or laugh or whatever. So Mm -hmm. many reactions, which I thought someone was going to come for me and be like, don't post in sync on here, but they didn't, so. I I don't (laughs) know, I guess it's like, everyone who, like, likes AJ doesn't have an issue, (laughs) Because, listen, I know the feud is alive and well. I know that it is. I've been witnessing it even yesterday and, and Friday with the amount of people who are in sync fans that are being really mean to Backstreet fans is a little disconcerting to me. Yeah. But... It's all of Backstreet that supports this. No, but they're like... I don't know. I don't think that now's the time to kick Backstreet Boys fans. Like... At the same time, I know that Backstreet Boy fans can be really mean to NSYNC fans, so, like, it's, it's weird. It's a weird situation. But, like, I, like, people keep saying, like, kind of mean things about the Backstreet Boys, and, and with a caveat of, like, NSYNC is better. And it's like, yes, but, like, right now you guys are kind of being bullies. Like, and... I know that there are NSYNC fans who complain a lot about Backstreet fans being mean, and it's like, why are you stooping to this level that you used to complain about? Like, don't be mean about what's going on. I mean, you can be mean to Brian. That's your right. Go ahead and attack him. And there have been a lot of people saying, like, well, always liked NSYNC better anyway. Like, not gonna miss the fact that now you're cancelled, basically. And that's fine, but, like, don't come at the fan. Like, fans are upset. You don't need to remind them of, like, so let's, let's talk a little bit about some AJ McLean facts and then we can yeah. keep going on about all of this nonsense. There is, so there is a form to this episode. <laughs> in honor of our love for AJ McLean, happy birthday one. to AJ. Um, we just have some, some fun facts about him. Probably uh, already know, but. Yeah, I'm sure you already know. Although I did find out in doing some research some things I didn't know. Um, I don't know that I put that in the notes, but anyway. (laughs) Um, January 9th, 1978 was his birthday. Mm -hmm. He turned 43. Uh, 
on the 9th, which was yesterday from the day that we're recording. He was born in West Palm Beach, Florida, where some other amazing people you may know are also from. Well, we weren't. I wasn't born there. I wasn't born there either. But I was, gonna, I was like 99% sure you weren't either. But I was like, I'm going to say this. And she's going to be like, yes, I was. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we that's where we met. That's where we, we, we lived most of our lives. I think both of us can say that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> up there. That's where well, we grew you up. moved around a little bit. But I like I was pretty much I was in West Palm for like 20 some years. Um. Yeah, so I I always loved that he was from there, for obvious reasons, but also, like, do you remember there was that one time that, I think it was Chris and Joey, maybe, were on TRL, and they were talking about having been down in West Palm, and they just said West Palm, and I was like, see, that's how you know that you're from Florida. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And I, like, AJ is obviously another person who just says West Palm, but... So AJ actually started singing to help with a lisp and a stutter as a child. I say lisp with my slight lisp going on. I don't know. I I talked about this with you last week when we recorded, but I don't know if fans, fans, excuse me, our listeners, <laughs> I am not bold enough to assume we have fans, but I don't know if you guys can tell. I have my Invisalign back. I probably back. have fans. Just oh, you do. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't. Um, I have my Invisalign back in for the first time. Well, now it's been a week, but before, or it'll be almost two weeks. Regardless, I have plastic crap in my mouth, and I know that it's causing me to have, like, the slightest lisp. <laughs> that was very pronounced, so <laughs> you guys will yes. hear it just then. But, ugh, I hate it. I hate it so much. But I have to wear them. Have to. So, he actually modeled in JCPenney catalogs at the age of five. And I just wonder if anyone out there has those JCPenney catalogs. Because I would love to see cute little AJ and you know those little suits that they had at JCPenney back in the day. I wonder, I mean, I'm sure that no one has the catalogs, but I wonder if like JCPenney has some kind of archive of like old photos somewhere. I bet his mom does. That's fair. I just mean like, obviously like anyone who's a fan of AJ did not think like this five-year-old child is going to be something. Um... By the time he was 12 years old, he had already starred in 27 plays, including Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, in which he played Dopey, and The King and I, and Fiddler on the Roof. I wonder if he did, like, the children's version of Snow White and the... I mean, obviously, it wouldn't have been, like... But I just... When I worked with school-age kids, um, way after, like, you and I worked together, I did... I directed my kids in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So I, w- I wonder if it's a similar version. I think so, because I think it said that it was some, like, church and school in Del Rey, and he was, like, five or six at the time. Oh, yeah, I mean, and Dopey has no lines, so that's, like, the easiest role to give a child who, like, not to say that he wasn't talented, but, like, you know, can't really screw that one up when you're just kind of walking around on stage not saying anything. <laughs> So AJ actually had some background with Nickelodeon shows. Um, He was on a few different shows when he was like 12-ish, but he was actually a contestant on Nickelodeon's game show Guts in 1992. Do we know if he won and do we know if he has the aggro crack? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) 
It makes me wonder. I know that there are people who played on these shows, like, obviously out in the world on social media. Because somebody, a friend of mine made a TikTok video asking why the kids that did Legends of the Hidden Temple had such a hard time in the room of the silver monkey or whatever. Mm -hmm. Remember that? There was three pieces to that little monkey statue they had to put together. Mm-hmm. And, like, they always seemed to have a really hard time. So she made this whole video saying, like, why did these kids, like, were they just nervous? Did they, like, not understand how puzzles work? Like, and pe- some people answered. Somebody was like, I was a contestant on that show. Here's what happened. <laughs> so these people exist. So where are these, like, did the kids, like, did their parents throw away their giant aggro crag trophies? Are they out there? Like, why aren't they on eBay? You know what I mean? Like, why are we not seeing all these, like, relics from Nickelodeon shows? Oh, the- I bet they didn't get to keep it. The trophies, they do. You don't think so? You think that's, like, a prop? I think it's a prop, yeah. Huh. We can ask AJ when we meet him. There you go. Well, maybe he didn't get to the aggro crag, or he- maybe he didn't win. So- oh. Yeah. But he did win because that oh. same year, at 14, he was named the first official member of the Backstreet Boys. He was the first one. That's And and I remember when we talked about the Backstreet Boys, or maybe the Mickey Mouse Club episode, we were talking about how like he was trying to like convince Ryan Gosling to <laughs> join the Backstreet Boys. Right. It's all good, though. Ryan Gosling has his own thing going yeah, on. I think he was okay. Um, so AJ's first and only single from the unreleased album, Have It All, was co-written by J.C. Chazay and called Teenage Wildlife. Didn't we hear Teenage Wildlife on J.C.'s, like, that demo record, unreleased record that's out there? I think we did. I think we did. So AJ... I now very much need to hear AJ sing it since I have J.C. sing it. So Have It All is actually AJ's like first solo record and it was supposed to come out and then they kept pushing it and then like it never did but the, apparently the single was released and it was co-written with JC. So I think that's pretty cool. I mean, we stand, so <laughs> we do. We so do. So AJ's first daughter was nicknamed the Backstreet Girl. Because he was the first one to have a daughter. He's not the first to have a kid, right? That was... No, no, no. It's probably Kevin, right? I don't know how old Kevin's kids are. I know that Bailey's like 15 or 16 now, so... Yeah. Maybe older at this point. I don't know. He was... I think he was 14 when he was in that show on Broadway, and that was already a million years ago. Um... But that's interesting. (laughs) I always thought that, too. I was like, wow, all the Backstreet Boys have boys. But then AJ had kids. AJ has, and now Nick has a daughter. Daughters. Yeah, and and then Nick has Sorsha. I think that's how you say her name. I looked it up that one time, and we were like, "How do we say her name?" I believe her name is pronounced Sorsha. Um, okay. Well, yeah, and that was I think it was either Nick that said it or AJ that said it. One of them recently just said like my fellow girl dad or something like to each other. So Cute. yeah. Um. Yeah, I I mean, I love AJ. I saw a lot of, I saw a few accounts online yesterday, like, we're posting, like, you know, reply to this tweet with, like, what your favorite thing about him is and all that kind of stuff. And they're, like, retweeting things. I said that uh, it's the nail polish for me. 
But it's not, I mean, the, the nail polish to me just says, like, that he's just unapologetically himself. Like, he doesn't care what other people think. And he does what he wants, wears what he wants, acts how he wants. That's what I love about him. And, I mean, he's got the, he's my favorite. I mean, we know this. He's got the best voice, in my opinion, of that group. Does. What if we put AJ in for Justin? You know, it's funny that you just said that because there have been photo minutes of the Backstreet Boys with JC where Brian stands. And yes. people are like, can we just do this? And I, I was like, no, I can't. Like, I'm not ready. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like, what did Joey, Lance, and Chris do? <laughs> like, you know? If we want to have, like, an eight-member supergroup... If BT isn't there like twelve of the members of BTS, why can't we have an eight member <laughs> Backstreet and Sync? That's the Superboy band. Boys. <laughs> you can call it In Sync Boys. I like it. <laughs> um, but no, I I actually that was another conversation that I had because somebody said like, well, we all love JC, so I guess JC is like the AJ of In Sync. Because I get because well, most most NSYNC fans like AJ, especially because of it's very obvious that he's friends with the NSYNC guys, right? So if they're, I feel like even if like they don't like Backstreet, they're like, but we can appreciate AJ. Um, I feel like a lot of Backstreet fans feel that way about JC. Yeah. So, but I was like. I can't even imagine what that would look like if that were to actually happen. First of all, it's not like JC's coming out of his hideaway to to do this anyway. But the fans are still so divided that I cannot imagine how either fan base would be okay with it overall. I mean, obviously there would be people who are excited, but there would right. also be people who are like, I can't like because they wouldn't be doing in sync songs. They'd be doing Backstreet songs. So like you right. know, in sync fans would be like, "What's happening?" And then if JC is not getting like every single solo, they're underutilizing him. Also so, that. So, but I but then I was like, but it would be so entertaining to watch that play out. <laughs> Yes, and speaking of divided fans, mm-hmm. we have to talk about the polls that you did on that we did on Twitter, um, right. because we have some divided feelings on those. Yeah, um, I first of all thank you to everyone who participated in the polls and who shared them and like got them out to more people because we definitely got more votes on some of them than like followers. So I know that like you know other people's reach helped us yeah get... and that's cool yeah so i just wanted to say thank you um yeah. well the first one that we did was if in sync were to reunite you can only have one option do you want a tour or do you want a new album and some people weren't playing there was plenty of people who replied like i want both and i was like that's not the game like you have to pick one well and... we all want both <laughs> right exactly um, the point is like sophie's choice if they tell us you're only getting one pick what you want and then some people had your exact reaction an album comes promotion comes like you know the morning show circuit and appearances so that's where they leaned with the album um 
I mean, I'm still staunchly that I would want to tour, but I also understand why some people chose album because, like, one person replied, like, a tour is limiting. Only so many people are going to go to see it. Uh And an album, everyone can experience it. And while that is true, they always recorded their tours. Yeah. So, But then, um, you know, um, percentage-wise, 60% voted for tour and 40% voted for album. And I saw quite a few comments that said, I've never seen them on tour. I would love to see them on tour. Um, Yeah, no, completely. It was a very, it was a hot topic. A lot of people weighed in. I appreciated it a lot. Um, and yeah, ultimately tour was the winning choice in the poll, but I do, I do see the other side after what some people were saying, like, especially like international fans, because chances are it wouldn't be an international tour. Right. That's true. That's And I actually responded to one of those people saying like, yeah, but I'm selfish and what's wrong with being selfish? I want to see them. So. Um, I also asked, would you go see an instant concert if Justin was not included? And thankfully, 84% said, yes, give me sync. <laughs> um, I, surprisingly, I'm, not, I'm honestly not surprised. Yeah, no. And I, some people like commented, they were like, as a Justin fan, like that would really break my heart. But like, I wouldn't not go see the other guys. Right. And that's, that's valid. It's totally valid. Um, I also feel like, and I think we've talked about this, if, like, NSYNC was rehearsing without Justin and they are like, talking about, like, getting ready to go on the road and, like, they were getting a lot of hype and probably a lot of press about this upcoming tour, I feel like Justin would have, like, FOMO <laughs> and he would join in. Probably, because he likes to be the center of attention. <laughs> Or he would want to be included in the fun times because I don't I don't know. Is, oh, is he... oh, right, right. Because he's, you know, he's a nice guy. Forgot. Did he feel any kind of way after Coachella? I don't really remember. I know he was like, I'm not going to Coachella. Have a good time. But was he like, man, I can't believe I missed that. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> so this is. Very much mostly an, a Backstreet episode, obviously. So sorry for that little little blip. But I also asked who the best Backstreet Boy is because, again, last week's episode when I was saying, like, AJ is the best, I love AJ, you were not believing me that Nick is more popular. Yeah, because why would because he be? We, yeah, we, we disagree. <laughs> but Nick is overwhelmingly more popular which is funny because when you first like within the first hour or so put the poll up and i voted from my personal account aj was winning by a lot so here's the thing as we obviously as we grow hopefully our audience will change and like the people who follow us mostly the people who listen to us every week i feel like they're on the same page as we are Mm mm-hmm so that's why AJ was definitely the most popular. But then, like, I was encouraging Backstreet accounts. Like, we have a few that have been following us, like, from day one. So, like, I tagged a couple, and I was like, can you retweet this? Like, can you get this out to your people? 
And once the like the Backstreet fandom kind of caught wind of it, that's when um, the numbers started to change. And at first, people were like, because, okay, so the polls on Twitter, you can have four choices. And obviously, I put this poll up before Brian fell from grace. Mm-hmm. So I did Nick, AJ, and then I put a third option as Brian Kevin Howie and said, if you pick the third one, please just reply who. And a, a handful of people were saying Brian, Brian, Brian. Got a handful of Kevins. I had no Howies for a long time. And I was like, what the hell? Because I understand that he is the least popular. I do. I mean, we all know that, right? Like, Howie's the least popular, unfortunately. There has to be one. And then they came out of the woodwork. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, when I looked it up, like, they kind of were back to back. But the fact that Nick won 56% of that poll is that's an even bigger margin because the third option had three members. Yeah. Like that option was already skewed to win. If I don't know. Right. Right. But apparently that's the way the cookie crumbles. Someone pointed out to me, Nick is super interactive with his fans on like social media. So, like, that's part of the reason that a lot of them love him so much. Like, he follows them back. He talks to them. He engages with them. One person I started talking to yesterday, like, her pinned tweet is a video of her FaceTiming with him from something from, like, a couple days ago. So, that's cool. Like, that that would give someone reason to enjoy him more than maybe they used to or something. Yeah. If you're into that sort of thing. I don't know. I my opinion of him changed a little bit after I met him. So but that's also cuz of cuz of his brother. I told you like he reminded me a lot of Aaron and I got like a like a weird vibe from him in the 5 minutes that we interacted. So I was surprised that that was my reaction and I was surprised that he was so much like Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, that's, we were talking about this a little bit off, off air. I don't know. I don't understand why. Like, obviously, Backstreet Boys are human. So, you know, they have their own personal things. And, uh-huh. like, we, you know, AJ struggles with addiction and he's, you know, he's sober and I think he's doing great. But, so, ob- a very clearly human thing, you know? And it's, it's not, like we kept saying earlier, it's not the fact that Brian is conservative. It's the fact that it seems to, he seems to be supporting hate. That's the issue. Uh But Nick Carter is pretty problematic. And it seems like his fans just like brush that under the rug. And I don't really understand why. So we we talked about this a little bit earlier, and my feeling on it is, I you know I'm trying to put myself in the position of like a super fan, you know, like if this was JC, um, 
which would never be because JC is perfect. But um, <laughs> I think with some of this Nick Carter stuff, we obviously know that Nick had a really difficult childhood growing up life. I mean, look at look at his siblings, look at all of these things, right? And we also know that Nick struggled with addiction mm -hmm. and um, it seems as though he's gotten help, he's cleaned up, he's moved on. So, and also his Nick Carter Backstreet Boy persona, that was never publicly like put in your face. Like, you know, all these allegations, right? Right. They were behind closed doors, you know, yes, there was like the DUI photo, but you, there was no TMZ video of him like punching someone or, or whatever. Right. So you could always kind of separate those things. Whereas with Brian, it's coming from him. Right. They're seeing it firsthand, this, this rhetoric that like is disturbing. Right. So I don't know that it's necessarily that like Nick gets a pass. It's, you know, AJ's clearly made mistakes too. And again, he didn't do it publicly. Right. But he, so. but AJ has also owned everything that he's done. Like when they, when he had to like leave the tour or whatever it was, or like, you know, uh -huh. he's admitted like, I'm getting help. This is what's going on. All that kind of stuff. Right. Obviously, we never knew, like, how bad things were. But, like, if you can't, like, perform, obviously things are bad. Right. But, you know, he's only started to open up about how bad things were recently. Like, when you when you said, like, you read that article where he was like, my kid said, like, I don't smell like her father or whatever because he was so. Um, but I guess I just find it interesting that, like with the way that cancel culture is and like the whole me too movement when Melissa Schumann came out with that story, it wasn't even publicized. Uh -huh. Like major news networks did not report on it. Yeah. And it's not like he's irrelevant. Like the Backstreet Boys are always relevant. Like, right. Always, like they've, they've been in the spotlight this whole time. I mean, this article, like this, this thing with Brian that has made headlines. Yeah, it has. The Backstreet Boys were trending yesterday, and Sync was trending yesterday because of the Backstreet Boys. Like that's literally like I clicked it. I was like, "Well, why isn't Sync on here?" And it was literally the majority of the tweets about them were, "In Sync is better," and like Brian's gross. Like that's what they were all saying. Right. Um, right. And they've been reported on. Like I retweeted an article from like popculture.com or something. So like this isn't quiet like and it's not the, like it's not something nobody cares about people have opinions and I would think that Nick Carter is it quote unquote was a rapist or whatever and I'm that was that was the allegation I'm not calling him that um I can't believe it did not get more coverage than it did especially because I mean yes sure dream had is technically like a one-hit wonder or something but they were still a big deal and the uh -huh. idea that Backstreet Boy preyed on girl group girl. I mean, if that came out when it happened, geez, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that would have been everywhere. So, 
it just surprises me that there's not more accountability about it. And I know that he addressed it and he like, he basically gaslighted her like, or gaslit. I don't know what the right term there is, but he basically was like, I'm sorry you feel that way, but that's not what happened. Like, that's pretty much what he said. And I have, I have an issue with that too. And I agree with you that Nick has probably grown and matured and is not the person that he was when he was in his early twenties. Mm-hmm. It doesn't justify it doesn't justify it, but a big part of, like, growing and changing is acknowledging your shortcomings. hmm So, if he is this great, wonderful person that he's become, and, again, it's entirely possible that he is. Maybe he would never do anything like any of his past indiscretions now, but if you don't accept them and admit to them and acknowledge them then you haven't really changed. Right. So maybe what he actually needed to say in his statement to Melissa was, I didn't realize that that is how you felt about the situation. I am so sorry for any hurt that I've caused you. Because I believe he admitted that they had, like, sexual relations. I don't know. (laughs) Presidential. I I believe that he admitted, like, that, yes, they did stuff, but that he didn't realize that, like, she felt taken advantage of. Like, but Mm -hmm. the way he said it was, like, it was consensual. Clearly it wasn't, man. Like. Yeah. If it was, then she wouldn't be doing this. Because God, like, I don't believe that Melissa has any, like, desire for fame right now. Like, I really don't think she came out with that for attention. She came out with that because she saw that all these other people were sharing their stories and she was like, you know what? My attacker needs to be held accountable too. Well, yeah. And I think that she probably needed that to heal. Right. Emotionally, you know? And Yeah, for sure. And that's... I actually feel like... I, I have kind of... I don't know how to word this. Part of me has a little bit of an issue with these people who had sexual relations with someone more powerful than they are coming out as saying that they were like predators or because yes most of the time that's probably exactly how it happened and I am not saying Melissa's lying because I believe her and that's part of my issue with like why hasn't Nick been held accountable because I do believe her However, I guess I'm also, I'm, I'm equating this to like groupie culture. There are plenty of like fangirls who will do whatever it takes to get to like their band member of choice or whatever when they're young. Uh And then if the band member like goes for it, they leave going, I just did that. And then later down the line, they're like, oh my God, I was 16. What was I doing? And I don't think that's a fair, like, I mean, yeah, it's especially if they're over 18, the artist, then yes, that's statutory rape. But there are women now who are claiming to be victims who are literally like the ones who initiated it. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. I don't know that we can speculate on you know, which situation is like that. So, but that's my thing is like, 
maybe it is possible that everything at the time was consensual and Melissa was like, I'm going to get with a Backstreet Boy. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. in the heat of the moment kind of thing. Right. So it's, it is possible that Nick was like, well, I thought she wanted it. Right. So, but the thing is that once she says, here's why this was messed up, he should have just accepted, I'm sorry that, you know, this has been haunting you for this long and I didn't realize blah, blah, right. blah, blah. Right. And that's not how he handled it. Yeah. So, and then, like I said, there's also the abusive, like, there's the Paris Hilton stuff, and there's the drunk things, and I just don't know why he seems to get a pass. But that's also different from, hi, I'm joining this group that supports homeland terrorism. Right. So. All right, we got a couple more polls. Um we asked if you could get a video for one of Britney's new songs, Matches or Mood Ring, which would you prefer? 70% said Matches. 30% said Mood Ring. Well, but obviously. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I actually thought the gap would be a little bit wider, to be honest. <laughs> um, but and I don't then, know. We didn't put it up after after Brian's shenanigans, so right. Well, and then I also like just kind of like to gauge where, at least where our followers are at. And I, like I tried, I was like, please retweet this, please share it. And then we ended up actually getting a few hateful comments. But I asked if fans think that the Backstreet Boys need to remove Brian from the group because that's what the talk is right now. A lot of people are saying like, I'm not supporting them if Brian's like still involved. Um, but 73% said like yes get rid of him and 27% said no ignore the politics and I know that we had over 100 votes I'm not exactly yeah. sure how it many looked, yeah over 100 I know it was over 100 it was over 100 by the time that it was already up at this like at this percentage and I was like wow there's like 30 some people that are saying like no, like, keep going. And I understand, like, yes, like, oh, 100 people is not that much in, like, the, the grand scheme. But I feel like it still gives you, like, an idea of where, like, the divide is. Like, it probably is about 70-30 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I know that, for example, like, somebody actually said this, too, and they were like, how's Brian going to feel when everyone's just passing him right over at the meet and greets? Like, <laughs> They just go right past him at the table or whatever it is. I don't know. Like, I met Brian a few years ago. I've told this story. He's, uh-huh. I like, I, it was such a fun moment for me. He was so nice. Leanne was really nice. And I'm sure they're nice people. Like, that's why it's also hard to, like, how can someone who's so nice <laughs> feel this way? Right. I think that's one of the things that's most difficult about the world right now, right? Like when you know someone and and you've interacted with them for years and they may even be part of your family and you know that they're a good person, they have a good heart, but like how could you believe these things and support these things if you are a good person? That's where the divide comes for me. Right. 
And like actually one of um one of my like I go I she's not she's not my one of my mother's best friends is a Trump supporter. Mm. And I talked to my father about this cuz she she sent me like a like she sent me a message and she was like I can't believe how like small-minded you are and if that's how you really feel then maybe you need to unfriend me too because I'm a Trump supporter and I responded to her and I was like, I've always known you to be an intelligent, kind person. So I would, I would welcome a debate with you about like why you do. She never followed up. But anyway, I talked to my dad about it. Cause I was like, I don't even know what to do about this. And he said to me, he was like, 70, you know that she's not like racist. She's not hateful. It comes down to, she cares more about her stocks than she does about people. And I was like, damn. <laughs> and that's where, and he's right. I mean, and she's not joining parlor and she's not like outspoken about how great Trump is, but it comes down to that. Like her wallet matters more to her than like these human rights issues. And that's where a lot of conservatives are. So it's mm-hmm. hard to say like, Oh, that's a hateful person. Cause like, she's not, I know that she's not, but when her politics, the boxes that she checks are more about like her bottom line than they are about like, human decency that is an issue well right and if you think about it like especially someone like brian luttrell who has always maintained that they're this christian loving religious person for them to for him to and his family to i mean i was reading some of leanne's tweets and they're very they are hateful. Yeah. No, Leanne, it's, they, it's, it's shocking. It's not just, you know, because, listen, they're set with money. I don't think that they have to worry about money, stocks, whatever, ever. You well, know what I mean, I mean? Their taxes will go up. They're in that bracket. <laughs> so, but, and that's the thing, though. If that's, if your money is more important to you than, like, someone else's, like, freedom, that's an issue. Yeah. Does that make you hateful? I'm not sure. It makes you greedy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know. But like, no, what you're saying, like Leanne, honestly, I know that she has her account is protected, but I think she accepts. And maybe she's not right now. I don't know when she locked her account, but we've been following her on the, on the pop, on the podcast uh, account. So that's why I saw it. And then like, I, until I they you. hear this and they block us. I know. <laughs> but we've been following Leanne. So like, that's, I kept seeing some really nasty comments about her and I feel like I remember people loved Leanne back in the day. Mm -hmm. I don't remember people ever being mean about her, but people certainly don't like her now, but I can see why she's awful. Like she's really rude to fan. I, I get that she's being attacked or whatever, but like even not replying to people, the, the right-wing propaganda crap that she's posting is just ridiculous. And it for the record, if anyone listening is listening defiantly and being angry and, like, thinking that their, you know, parlor is the way to go and stuff, cool for you. The Proud Boys or whatever and the Trump, the MAGA people are claiming this. They're literally saying, like, stop giving credit to Antifa. This was us. We did this. I've seen videos. I've seen, like, Instagram posts or TikToks or whatever of people saying, like, this wasn't Antifa. This was us. This was me. I was there. Blah, blah, blah. 
So, no, it wasn't staged. It was literally a planned thing that the, the president was behind. Which and, is, and that's horrifying, really. Absolutely horrifying. And it's been predicted, like, no one... First of all, I, don't, I was going to say no one is shocked by this. I am shocked. I am disgusted. I cannot even fathom, like... Did you, one of the cops was killed because one of these Trump people beat him with a fire extinguisher. Did you see that? I did. Yeah, that's like awful. I don't know. Watching like the the wide angle coverage on the news that day, it was kind of like, well, this is scary, but whatever. Seeing those videos that I told you about earlier in this episode on MS from MSNBC of mm-hmm. like being right in there, the mob of like. It's horrifying. Like, I guess I didn't and, grasp the sheer volume of people from, like, the wide-angle shots, but, like, the clothes, like, in the corridors, whatever, uh-huh. that was terrifying. And as an educator, I would just like to point out that, unfortunately, we have to um, have drills for those kinds of situations monthly. Um well, I'm not even talking about, like, having, like, an intruder on property or whatever thing. I know you have to go through that. Mm-hmm. This mob but they of never, people, like, like they didn't... people rushing the doors. Yeah. Oh, no. It's awful. It's worse. I know it's worse. I'm just saying, like, this is what, like, imagine how scared, horrified, terrified the members of Congress were. And that's a position that we put our children in. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I have I saw this tweet, but then I saw it being reported on. Like, a teacher posted, the like, a quote from, like, one of her ninth graders that was like, I don't feel sorry for the people at the Capitol. She said, oh, you had to hide under your desk because that you were afraid of being shot? So do we. Because you guys can't reform gun control. Uh-huh. So, and that's true. Like, oh, you had to go through what the children of your country go through? Poor yeah, you. It's, it's horrible. It's just, I mean, and, and the fact that a police officer had their head bashed in. Yeah. Well, there's this one video of this group. Of the Black Lives Matter rallies. I just right. want to point that out. Well, this is so much bigger than being a race issue. But yes, the fact that the, like, these white people actually infiltrated the building speaks volumes because if it was a mob of black people their bodies would have been littering the steps like they would not have gotten inside and that is so it's so like obviously damning of the divide of like when I was talking about this with my stepmother, I kept saying these things, and she said, stop making it race. And I'm like, but it is. Like, it is, yeah. For, it's, and it's bigger than that, too, because some of these, like, some of these police were, like, in on it. The people. Yeah, like, they the, let them in. Mm-hmm. The fact that they were just, they were just wandering inside, like, taking photos and stuff. Why were they not detained? They all went home, and then the FBI was like, help us, like, find them. They were there. You could have gotten them while they were there. Why did you let them leave? The whole thing is just, like I said, 
horrifying, awful, embarrassing. And then for, you know, an idol of a lot of people to be okay and support these right. actions. And I, like, he is not out here. He's not saying that everything is okay. All he said was, go find me on par- Parlor. Sorry. See, I keep wanting to say <laughs> that. But that's all he tweeted. And he has not, aside from blocking people, because apparently he's been very liberally blocking fans who are giving him a piece of their mind. He has not stated, hi, I'm on the wrong side of history. But his wife is. So you have to assume that he is too. Uh-huh. I did see someone tried to say like, well, no one in NSYNC is problematic. And then somebody said, I don't know, Justin is questionable. And I actually said, Justin doesn't support Trump though. And they said, show me the receipts. So I did. Apparently if you just Google Timberlake Biden, you find a bunch of stuff. So I just screenshot my results and sent it to her and she goes, oh good. And I'm like, you could have done that yourself, but okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so the thing is, somebody said that Carly Kirkpatrick is a Trump supporter. And I said, I said, um, how how do we know this? And she said, she said, go look at what she likes on Twitter, which that is, that is kind of a deep dive. But I guess I know that some fans really do that kind of stuff. Like, I have never gone to like, see like, oh, what's so-and-so liking? I know Mm -hmm. that it's public information, but I've, I don't do that. So, um... So I did. I went and looked at her likes. And and she she follows a lot of Republican members of the government and and she follows like the entire Trump family, I believe. And she she has liked some questionable tweets, but she also likes some anti-masker stuff and she also likes some um Basically, like, calling out, like, mainstream media things. So I almost feel like she's more of, like, one of those conspiracy kind of people that thinks that, like, the media is lying to us as opposed to being, like, like Leanne, <laughs> I guess. Um, right. Which still doesn't, I don't think that that's, like, hey, let's give her a pass because I think that the whole conspiracy theory thing is problematic. I uh-huh. also, I mean... We've seen, like, the decline in how seriously the Kirkpatrick seems to be taking the pandemic and stuff. Like, right. they've been traveling. They go to big parties unmasked. So, I mean, that's been problematic to me. I can't imagine that them being so diametrically opposed like, if Chris is, like, super liberal and she is not, I can't imagine that that's a fun time. It happens, though. I mean, I have a friend who um, is a teacher and she is very liberal and her husband is very conservative. Now, he's not a Trump supporter. and um, Right, well, and that, that's kind of what I'm trying to get at. Like, even if she's a little bit more conservative or Republican in general... I don't think uh-huh. that necessarily means that she's like, yay, Trump. Right. But she does, like, she favorites, like, Eric Trump's tweets or Don Jr. I don't even know which one because, well. <laughs> but she's not personally 
retweeting, tweeting out these right. things, and then saying, join me on Parlor." Right. Um, and I also, like, from, like, from what little I know of, like, her family and stuff, like, her, I think it's the cousin, this very, very, like, super gay, like, personality, um, like, I don't, he's super gay, is, he's, he's, like, a very flamboyant, he is gay, this, he's been on, like, Chris's channel and stuff, Joey uh-huh. is his name, um, and they seem to get along very well, so I feel like if, like, you're some kind of conservative bigot, you're not gonna get along with your very gay cousin. <laughs> Like, right. Just my opinion. I don't know. Also, like, I don't know. Like, everyone seems to like her. You know what I mean? Like, she's not like ostracized from the group. Is like, oh, Chris's horrible conservative wife. Like, I don't know. She seems great. So, I don't know. And I guess time will tell. I don't think that she is like a MAGA person. There's a um a meme out there. That says, well, he did it. <laughs> he turned over the presidency, the House, and the Senate. He made America great again. Yes, yes. I've seen that. Too. I, I just think it's so funny. It is. It, it's very funny. And the way that people are like, oh, it's doomsday because everything is going to be democratic. Because I've been seeing a lot of that, too. Like, just you wait. You're going to be sorry that this happened. And it's like, no, we're not. We literally voted for this. This is what we wanted. <laughs> like, this is what we've been trying to do for at least four years. Like, we're good. I don't know. Um, I know that we did not mean to make this super political, but, like, unfortunately, that's where the basis of this is. Like, Brian is doing terrible things right now. And I get, like we were saying before, someone's political opinion should not sway you on, like, how you support them or not. But when it... It's deeper than political. Mm-hmm. And he basically slapped a very large percentage of his fans in the face and said, I don't care about you. Like, that's what he did. Right. So I would love to know where, like, you, the audience, like, where you stand on any of this. Like, I would love your opinions. I would love to create a dialogue if you have more to say. If you think that we have, like, audacity and you do not care for how we presented this i hope i'm willing to have that conversation with you too um i can't imagine that if you do though you made it through this entire episode i feel like you would have like oh screw these people and turn it off right away but yeah i don't know do you have anything else to add before we wrap it on up um no i mean i think that you know i am hopeful that maybe Brian will have something more to say. Um, maybe he'll have some time to reflect on his actions. And I don't know. Do I, I don't. Do you think he cares? I, like, that's the problem. Like, do you think he's even doing it? Do you think that he thinks that he's in the wrong in any way? Especially I don't know. Especially if he's just blocking I, people. Apparently he's not replying. He's just blocking them. Yeah, see, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But I... I would have to think that if he wants any career, maybe he doesn't care anymore. Maybe he's just like, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of over the backstreet boys. I just want to live my life, whatever. But if you care about your fans, your, your brothers really, um, and continuing to be a part of this group, then I would think that you would have to really reflect on 
the way you've handled situations and, um, you know, and maybe he doesn't care, you know, I don't know. I don't know him. Um, he used, we had our Backstreet Boys episode and I said, I love Brian. He's just so, um, my opinion has changed. Yeah. Well, and I remember cause like when I first started getting like active with like fan communities and stuff again, people were saying Brian is always like very butthurt towards NSYNC and like he's rude about NSYNC. And I was like, it's like, um, you know, and I was like giving him the benefit of the doubt and stuff, but like, Oh yeah. But I've seen it in videos and stuff. He is like, he's like the other guys kind of laugh and then Brian gets all serious and is like, they were made to compete with us. And like, okay, get over yourself, man. Like, (laughs) There's clearly enough room because you made it. Like there were two careers. There's, you know, like, Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but, and I, like I said, like, I also find it interesting that, like, AJ did not thank Brian yesterday. And I wonder if Brian's actions have, like, greatly upset him. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if the guys are like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, well, and also, AJ's not dumb. <laughs> right. Like, so, I don't know. Well, that's, I mean, and it's not just AJ. I mean, obviously he reached out to AJ because it was his birthday, but like, they all, they've obviously all seen it. They obviously all know what, what's going on there. So like, have they had these discussions? Do they have, like, has this forced their hand? Are they going to have to address this? Or are they going to keep acting like nothing's going on? Like, I know apparently Hanson is still, Hanson is apparently having indoor concerts right now. Like, yeah. Who's going to indoor concerts? Um, Hanson fans in Oklahoma, I guess. <laughs> but I don't know because I, I, I think I've said I have a few friends like on Facebook. Well, and I, I mean I know them; they're not just, but whatever. Who were big Hanson fans, and one of them is literally like purging Hanson from her life, and she just made this post about a few years ago at this time I was in Jamaica with Hanson or something. They had like some festival party thingy in Jamaica. Um, and she's like and now I can't even listen to them and like so I was like just watching the whole thread of people because obviously she has handsome fans she's friends with blah 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 and Mm -hmm. they were all just kind of crapping on them because apparently they've been pretty awful and they've just kind of doubled down about being awful and some people are like hoping that Taylor like goes solo because I guess Taylor is the only one that hasn't been awful so that's, I mean, that's, people keep saying, like, that's, I keep seeing people being like, well, time for them to become a quartet, and, like, mm-hmm. and the thing is, like, they could, like, they could get rid of Brian, and I don't think it would be a problem, and then somebody said, like, maybe Howie could get the solos that he deserves, and I was like, yes, I am here for all of this Howie inclusion. Uh, so, I guess it would be interesting to see how they go forward, because, like, at this, like, some there were obviously like Brian fans were like they're never going to kick him out like they're not going to abandon his their brother blah 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 maybe Brian will leave like maybe it's not even a matter of like the four of them ganging up on him maybe it's going to be like you know what the best thing for the group is for me to remove myself like it's entirely possible that he could do that and that could be why like that's what I was saying that could be why he did this now maybe he's just done and well, and he, I mean, isn't he not for not to throw shade at him? He's losing his voice, right? Like that's a thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's kind of inevitable anyway. So maybe like it's time. 
Okay, so we talked about this for a really long time. Indeed. Um, there was a lot to say. Listen, there really, yeah, and there was other news this week that we're not even going to touch on. We'll get to it later. Right. Um, um, but yeah, if you want to talk to us about all of this, we're all on the socials. You can come yeah. at us. Be nice. Facebook <laughs> and YouTube, we're What's the Deal with This Pop Life. On Twitter, we are at This Pop Life. On Insta, we are at WTD Pop Life. Leave us a voicemail on the Anchor page. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to us on all the platforms. Um let's yeah let's have a dialogue about this and um i think the the polls are really fun so i think we should continue them yeah i'm having a good time interacting with people on twitter and um i i have it on my phone i know like you have to like go log in when you do but i encourage uh-huh. you to if you feel like interacting with people if you have time, like free time i know you're much busier than i am too so <laughs> that's part of like i'm like i don't mind that i'm doing this it's fine um, I like reading it though. I do, <laughs> and I've I've been voting in all the polls, so I have too. But I try, like I try to wait a little bit because I'm like I don't want to come off as like making this look biased or whatever. I'm I'm a little disappointed that my boy lost the who's the best one poll, but he is the best one, so I don't care. <laughs> I voted for him. I voted for him too. But it's, um, I'm telling you, like, for whatever reason, Nick Carter can do no wrong. And please, if you're a Nick Carter fan and you're listening, first of all, I'm sorry if you're offended by anything that we say about him. But secondly, like, tell me why. Like, I want to know. Tell me why. Um, yes. And, you know, Joseph Anthony, Nicholas Jean, and Justin Randall have birthdays coming up. So I feel like there's going to be, like, polls related to that and... Um, um, yeah, well, for sure. And I, I believe our next episode, are we doing another episode next week? Oh, God. <laughs> no, we'll probably, like, go back to every other, so we'll... we'll... We'll figure it out either way, but obviously, like, we're going to address the birthday boys, all of them, maybe in one episode, which would yeah. be interesting because then we're telling NSYNC fans and Backstreet Boy fans to listen to to us at the same time. <laughs> it's time to unite. Now is the time for us to reunite. Come on, party people. <laughs> There's a party going on tonight. Um, no, but seriously, first of all, I would love that. I'm so tired of the fact that we're like, we're 40 now and we're still fighting over who's the better group. It's obviously in sync at this point, but it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I hate that we are so, I mean, we are biased and we try not to be. But the thing is that we don't have, like, hate for any other group. We just like one more. So. True that. I mean, it's the same with, like, obviously, like, we're Britney people, but we don't have, like, hate for any of the other people. Like, so, yeah, like I said, like, that's why, like, when I was seeing a lot of this stuff on Twitter that was kind of, kind of mean-spirited, I was like, guys, like, don't, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, and I definitely don't feel like we need to cancel Backstreet Boys because of one member. No. I mean, I don't know. At this point, there's two members that are problematic. One of them just apparently doesn't... Nothing sticks to him is the the problem. Um, No, but again, if he's changed, he's changed. I just wish that he handled that better. Um, I do appreciate that there are a lot of NSYNC fans that are saying like, hey, you know what? You backed the wrong horse, but we'll take you over here. 
<laughs> if you want to come yeah. join me in sync fandom. And that's kind of where I am, too. That's where I am about it. It's like, you know what? There are other boy bands for you to love. If you feel like you can't listen to the Backstreet Boys right now, may I introduce you to the NSYNC? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm sure you guys will be fine. I'm sorry this is happening. I'm, if you are a Brian fan and you made it through this, first of all, kudos. But also, like, I'm so sorry that this is, you're, you have a problematic fave. Like, <laughs> I don't know how else to put that. Yeah. It sucks. It's hard, especially, like, like I said, like, I met him up until Friday. I would have defended him, and I have, like, when NSYNC fans have, like, crapped on him for being, like, bitter. I've always been like, you know what? He seems like a really nice guy. We It was a really fun interaction when I met him, but, like, it, you, when it's, when it's like, surprise like that, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't a meet and greet. We were We were at a Broadway show. Like, you know, it was just the surprise. Like I, and I guess maybe I shouldn't have been surprised because his kid was in the show. But like, I did not know that. I was there for Adam Pascal all day, every day. Thank you very much. Speaking right. of, if you're a fan of him, he's doing live stream concerts this weekend, fifteenth and the sixteenth. So, um, nice live from Vegas. He said. But anyway, he posted that he's doing concerts on the fifteenth and sixteenth. If anybody cares, and if you don't, go educate yourself. He is an unproblematic fave. He's wonderful. He's like the best human. Um, anyway, so and he was in a show with Bailey Luttrell. So see it all. It's it's it all matches up. So <laughs> it was relevant. Anyway, um, yeah, we will talk to you guys soon. I want I want I want to say next week because I know that's when we're supposed to do our episode, but I don't know if we're gonna have time to do this many in a row. So because then that would be three in a row, and then we're gonna skip. I don't know. It would be weird. So I don't know. We might have to take the next week off. Either way, we'll see you soon. This. We'll talk to you guys. We'll let you know what's going on. I I think that's it. So thanks for thanks for gossiping with me about the Backstreet Boys for an hour. And yes, some. spilling all the tea. Had to. All right, listeners. We thank you so much for listening. Um, interact with us on our socials, and we will see you real soon. Thanks, Steph. Thank you. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs>